Hello and welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. My name is Laura Topper and of course I am here on the incredible New Thought Media Network. This beautiful broadcasting ministry that shares uh, programs and broadcasts like this all day, every day to inspire you to deepen your spiritual practice, to deepen the knowing of who you truly are so that you get to live a fulfilled, a really fulfilled, a really meaningful experience of this thing that we know of as life. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm based here in the UK and if you, wherever you're watching from, you know, we are connected in more ways than we consciously think we are. We're connected with our minds, we're connected with our understandings, with our senses, with our hearts, that magnetic field. We're connected in consciousness and we are connected because we are one, in the one. You know, there is one thing happening and that is this experience that I know of as life. So our teaching, New Thought, more specifically, uh, the Science of Mind and Spirit, which was uh, created and developed by Dr. Ernest Holmes over a hundred years ago, uh, when he, um, you know, when he began to understand more deeply the um, the, the power of communing with the divine and that's the cosmic prayer i call it the cosmic prayer and each week guests come on to talk about prayer this week i'm here talking about prayer myself um which i really i really love these opportunities you know these times where i can be here and share my truth my belief my understanding of what prayer really means and how i use prayer for my life so prayer, as we know, has, has for, for centuries been a tool that people use to connect uh, more deeply within themselves because we know that there is this other, there is this essence, there is this deeper, ineffable something that is happening through us. And with cosmic prayer, spiritual mind treatment, affirmative prayer, we know when we're using this that we're not using it as a begging or a bargaining or a bartering or a plea. We're, we're praying or speaking our word knowing that it's already done, knowing that there is a demonstration already, not because we're wondering how it's going to happen. We allow the divine to do what it does in, and we step back. And we just simply whew, accept in our hearts and we know that this is done. And how do we do that when things are not always, you know, easy life experience, the general day to day of, of what, we're, what we're experiencing in our lives? How do we do that? How do we maintain that faith? I've spoken to, um, you know, few few people over the past few days who've expressed this, that they, they find it hard to, they do their treatments, they know the prayer, they're saying it, they're feeling it, and yet then afterwards there's this kind of loss of faith in the prayer because they can't see the demonstration or it's not happening quickly enough. And I'm sure, you know, me hearing it from others is a reflection of, oh, that that's something I need to look at within myself. Because yes, I lose patience. I want things to happen and to show and demonstrate immediately. I mean, that's, you know, that's like, whoa, let's think it, let's feel it. And it's 
demonstrated. And yet there's a reason why that doesn't happen because there's a process when we speak our truth, when we say our spiritual mind treatment, there's a process that we are being asked, I'm just turning this light because it's a little bit, we're being invited to take the steps. It's like the spiritual mind treatment, as I see it, is kind of like that's, that's the willingness to step onto the bridge and to speak the truth and then the truth is spoken and then there's the bridge to walk over. And that bridge is an opportunity for us to go more deeply into another kind of spiritual practice, whatever it is, because there may be a clearing or a healing or a revealing or an opportunity to unpick something from a spiritual perspective in our hearts. So we're saying the treatment, and yes, we are, of course, letting it go, or we're accepting that, that the divine has this, you know, the divine has got this. And yet, what is my part in this? My part is to then say to myself, well, is there forgiveness? Is there something that's that I believe uh, is the reason is not happening, this isn't demonstrating? Am I being called to another kind of practice, something else that I could be doing to ground me more deeply into the demonstration? And that practice might be gratitude or it could be self-care, self-love. It could be making peace with some aspect of our past. It could be forgiveness. It could be tuning in more regularly with meditation uh, so that we're, we're more finely tuned and more aware, you know? It could be a number of things. It could be stream of consciousness writing. It could be giving something in our communities or to our, you know, our friends or family members. We are always called after that spiritual mind treatment to look within to take that next step. As Ernest Holmes had declared, you know, we treat and we move our feet. We treat and we move our feet. Now, moving our feet doesn't necessarily mean running around the block, <laughs> trying to look for something to do or, you know, being physical. It means those metaphysical feet. You know, that's we take a step. We take a step whatever that step may be. If it's an internal step, it's often much more powerful than that external thing that we think might need doing. It's we shift it from within. The way I see it is that there's, there's always a deeper opportunity for us to forgive. Now, forgiving doesn't mean that necessarily that you know, it's a that there's something really drastically wrong with our with our lives, or that you know, but the forgiveness allows us to see things from another perspective, to understand how the other person may have you know looked at it, and to honor their perspective. It also allows us to see our own lives from another perspective, and let ourselves off the hook that we put ourselves on, that we are in the wrong. 
Because when we do that, we're keeping ourselves in a place of blame. And then when we're in a place of blame, subconsciously, we are in a place of guilt. And when we're in a place of guilt, we're in a place of pain, you know? And Louise Hay says, you know, that the guilt is the pain and that can show in the body of our lives also. Edwin Gaines, the amazing Reverend Edwin Gaines states that all financial debt, all financial debt is a lack of forgiveness. And if you read her book, The uh, Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity, she has a whole chapter on forgiveness. And she really claims that, that when she started forgiving and not just like lip service, when she started using the practice of forgiveness and prayer and spiritual mind treatment and knowing what it was that she was called to do, when she started and began that process really, really methodically on a daily basis, her debt was cleared. <laughs> and she's a self-made um you know, very wealthy woman, financially wealthy and wealthy in, in all ways in prosperously. So forgiveness is a pathway. It's like an, a gateway. It's an opening for us to really look at ourselves and to say, what is that? What is that now that I, I've been called to say, yeah, I'm going to let this, let the divine, let the divine do this. And I'm going to look at the work so that I I'm clear in my heart. That's what it is, really. I have a couple of quotes here that I thought would be quite good. Uh, Ernest Holmes talks about forgiveness here. I think this one maybe. Yeah, let's put this is a person who is to succeed will never let his hit her, their mind dwell on past mistakes. They will forgive the past in their life and in the lives of other people. If they make a mistake, they will at once forgive it. Breathe that in for a moment because um, often we can say we're forgiving and we can come from that place of thinking that we're forgiving and yet deep down there's that, that little kind of grudge in there where it's not really being processed thoroughly. My spiritual teacher has always said to me, if you're not crying in the forgiveness process, you're not forgiving. <laughs> Laura, if you're not crying, you're not forgiving. And I really value that because what she's really saying is, is that this is not a comfortable process. It doesn't need to be comfortable. And com who said any of this is comfortable? And I know the cosmic prayer is about prayer. And yet forgiveness is also a prayer. Forgiveness is also a deep surrendering. So if we look at the Hawaiian tradition where Ho'oponopono is, you know, rules the day in ancient times and even now as a modern technique, where we use this practice, Ho'oponopono, I am sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And what are we sorry for? You know, we're not sorry because we've made a mistake and we're kind of blaming ourselves and saying, I'm sorry. It's not a pitying place to be in. The sorry is, you know, I'm acknowledging my part in this. I'm acknowledging and I'm forgiving it. I'm handing it over. I'm giving it over. 
And even when that, and more specifically, when it's someone else that we're in a situation with, the forgiveness is always for ourselves. And Dr. Hugh Lin, who took the Ho'oponopono practice and used it, used it, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a high security detention block. And he used it in a way where he would look at the files of, um, of, the, of the inmates. He would look at those files. He didn't even go. It was a psychiatric ward and he didn't even go and, and, and be the doctor in physical to these, these inmates. He would take their files and he would ho'oponopono for every single person and himself. And then in a matter of four years, there were no inmates. It had been cleared. They closed down the facility. They closed it down. And this was the power of the work that he was saying it works. And this is here for us to do. So let's remember this again, Ho'oponopono. I'm sorry. We're acknowledging our part in it. Please forgive me. Yes, this is like... I'm ready to release this, to, to hand it over, to surrender. We say thank you. Thank you for this situation because it's a learning, it's a lesson. It's, it's something that had to happen to move us forward so that we could see this erroneousness within ourselves and come back to love. And that's where we say, I love you, because we acknowledge ourselves as love in the moment. That's really, really important because often when we believe that we've done something wrong, we put ourselves in a place of self-blame, of not good enough, of not being valued enough, of not valuing ourselves enough, of not, you know, the self-talk can get very destructive and that can be a subconscious loop that we're in. So I recommend that, you know, Ask in, in, ask in your visioning, in your meditation, in your contemplation, is there anything here for me to forgive today? Clear the way, clear your heart. And this is a prayer because we are being called to constantly have this clear communion with the divine. That's why Ernest Holmes, you know, thought and practiced long and hard over this spiritual mind treatment practice because he knew that he was pulling in all of the different aspects of prayer and kind of turning it all upside down and creating this this portal if you like that you know that only once in in the bible in the new testaments does does jesus actually use this way of praying very very briefly it states it and it shows us that he was using this as a tool, as a practice. And Ernest Holmes kind of shone the light on this, that we're not begging and beseeching. What we're doing is we're saying, I'm clearing the way and I'm communing. And I know that, you know, when I make this command for my life, it's here already. This is the metaphysics of the process of prayer. So let's look at another, uh, another really, really inspirational light for me. Um, I'm just going to see another really inspirational light for me, and that is uh, Nelson Mandela. And Nelson Mandela, who basically <laughs> forgave his way out of being 
in prison. And here it says, you know, as I walked out of the door towards my freedom, I knew that if I did not have all the anger, hatred and bitterness behind, that I would still be in prison. Oh my gosh. As I walked out of the door toward my freedom, I knew that if I did not have all the anger, hatred and bitterness behind, that I would still be in prison. That's so powerful, isn't it? When you really, you know, he he had the time, he had that time in that in that facility, in that prison to to go within and to do what really he knew needed to happen because he knew that he was clearing his own consciousness, relinqu relinquishing the blame of putting it on to someone else and making it someone else's fault. And he looked deeply within himself and he said, I'm going to do this work. And he did it. The testament to that is that he freed himself because he freed himself mentally. He freed himself physically, spiritually. He freed himself emotionally. And so he freed himself physically. That's what happened. He had a physical demonstration of what he was doing there and then in his spiritual daily practice. I'm going to put it up one more time. As I walked out of the door towards my freedom, I knew that if I did not leave all the anger, hatred and bitterness behind, that I would still be in prison. So I believe there that he's talking about that inner metaphor, you know, the, the prison within that he was in. He knew that he was in, in, in a situation physically, and he also knew that he had imprisoned himself and he had to do this forgiveness work. And as he did this, the demonstration revealed itself in the most incredible of way, ways. He was free. And not only was he free, he became the president of South Africa. He became the leader that he knew in his heart he was always here to be. He led the way into the light within himself. This was his way of praying. This was his cosmic prayer, if you like. And this was a demonstration that, a demonstration that is a, a teacher. It's a teaching for each of us to look within, to use prayer and to then go further, go deeper, you know, go in, really ask, what is it that's mine to do right now? Treat and move your feet means going in even deeper. Being honest with ourselves, doing the work because we have a lot of work to do. And now is the time we need to do this because if we don't do this work now, okay, we can do it at any point. Yes, of course we can. We can do it next year. We can do it the year after. I'm saying don't put this off more than you need to. We're being called, each of us, to stand in our own power. We're being called, each of us, to be clear in our hearts, to walk step by step, to move our feet in the direction of light, love, joy, prosperity. And we're also being, we're being given a whole huge heap of messages on a daily basis, whether it's from social media, whether it's the news, whether it's different ways that social media are showing up 
that we're kind of like, oh, okay, what's this one happening? What's this all about now? Whether it's um, in the newspapers, whether it's on the news, whether it's watching things on videos online, you know, we're all being soaked with stories. And we have a job to do. And the job that we have to do is to get the story clear and right for us and not waver from that story. Are we wavering? Do we have doubt, fear, feelings of, you know, what am I doing here? What's this all about? I'm going to be honest with you. I have those feelings. I have those feelings more and more recently. What am I doing? What is all this about? And I've got to show up honestly here because that's, if I can't show up honestly, then what's the point of me showing up at all? And I get those feelings, you know, they're not random. It's because we're all being on some level told that, you know, we need to be in fear or that we need to be worried or we need to be concerned or about all sorts of different things. And we pick and choose. We can cherry pick what those things are that we individually choose to be in fear about. And yet we have this incredible practice. We have this tool. We have spiritual mind treatment. And we have this communion with the divine that we are, that I am, that you are. That we are able to use that so boldly for our lives. And commune not only with the divine, but community. Become a community. That's what New Thought Media Network is. It's a community where we get to be together to know the truth of who we are. Oh, I love this. I love this. If you're here with me, welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. It's me, myself, and I today. <laughs> I'm going to put up another little, um, what have I got here? I picked out a few. Ho'oponopono. What I witness, I have created. Take ownership. Let's take ownership. I love myself through all I see. I evoke my power to revise, to revise my life. And with generosity of spirit, I am grateful. Isn't that beautiful? The thing is that we, you know, as as wonderful spirit, human, human spirit beings, we get this opportunity to question ourselves. And we can do this really deeply. Now, some people don't want to question themselves. They don't want to do that. They don't, don't want to go too deep. They don't want to understand themselves. They will to a certain degree. And yet, when things happen in our life to, to push us, you know, the, the breakup, the breakdown, the break, whatever, the, the, the situation where we, we, we can't cope, that often is a, is a kind of defining moment where we can then say, oh, okay, I'm going to go a little bit deeper here. And often we need to go through those, those paradigm shifts. We need to go through those breaking points, you know. And I'm not saying don't go through them and kind of skim over them. We need to go through them. And yet we can also um, inquire into our lives uh, before those breaking points, so that when we do journey them and adventure them, we have uh, we have we're held we're held more um, in a place of love in our hearts, you know. So prayer is that tool. Spiritual mind treatment is that tool, and we could use it so powerfully 
in every way for our lives. And lately, I've really been using spiritual mind treatment, you know, not, not really for me, I've been using it for the collective because I know that I am the one in the one, as the one. So when we say our prayer, when we say that spiritual mind treatment and we say it for the collective, of course, it's like everybody then is prosperous, healthy, wealthy, uh, divinely guided, um, fulfilled and doing amazing things in this life. And if we can do that and expand our hearts to include everyone, wow, isn't that a gift? Isn't that beautiful to be able to do that? Too often our minds are so burdened because of the mistakes we have made that we do not take the time to forgive ourselves and others and start over. Who breathe that in. Too often our minds are so burdened because of the mistakes we have made that we do not take the time to forgive ourselves and others and start over. You see, we're so intelligent as beings. We're so intelligent that we believe everything. <laughs> we believe even the things that we don't want to believe. And often it's a real bonus if we let go of beliefs and we are guided by our hearts. And if we really live, each of us lived so connected to our hearts, rather than the mental stuff that goes on in our minds and in our thoughts, if we come and drop into our hearts, we get a different picture of how we can experience this thing that's called life. Because then we're not trying to analyze everything. We're opening up to feeling our way through as we navigate this journey, this adventure of life. And that allows us to be, to have more compassion for a start, for ourselves and for others and for what has happened because it's past, it's gone. And where we place our attention, that's where the stuff's gonna be happening. So we have a choice. We have a choice in the moment as to where we're gonna focus, what it is that we're gonna be micromanaging in our lives in that moment. Now, if we use the heart as a navigator for this, then we open up to a more expansive, a more infinite view, if you like, of our lives. Because when we're leaning in on the mind, we are containing ourselves into a narrow perspective of where our thoughts are. We come into the heart, we open up to this dynamic potentiality that really embraces love, that really highlights love as the way to live our lives. And within that comes forgiveness. Forgiving ourselves, you know, as Ernest Holmes says here, the person who is to succeed will never let their mind dwell on the past mistakes. They will forgive the past in their life and in the lives of others. If they make a mistake, they will at once forgive it. 
Can we be hypervigilant? Not with what's going wrong and looking for the wrong, looking for the way to use that compassion, to be that compassion and to use the tool of forgiveness so that we open our hearts, we open our hearts with compassion to being the light for our lives and for others. If you're joining me now, welcome. It's great to be with you. And uh, hello, Wayne. Good to be with you here today. And if you have any questions or any comments, please pop them in to the broadcast here on Facebook. The show today is with me, myself and I. I'm on newthoughtmedianetwork.org. Of course, this is an incredible a community, a ministry, an intention that's set where we share, you know, we share here together. We share our ideas, we share our practices, and we want to know from each other how we can grow, how we can learn, how we can expand in our knowing of who we are. That's what we're doing here. We're expanding our, our awareness together. And this is what this is all about. This is what uh, science of mind and spirit is all about and if you read the textbook which is a pretty huge chunk of a textbook or if you follow the lecture series here on new thought media network you can go back and and watch that on youtube under the playlist then you will know that this work is a very big bold dynamic life-changing body of work and we encompass this in our in you know in our hearts because we know that by taking by being willing to take the first step and say yeah i want to make changes for my life i want to transform things for me and for humanity and we can each do that we're doing it right now if you're watching this right now you're doing it full stop you've made a decision to show up you've made a decision to check in with yourself and say, how can I do this differently? You know, let me play around with this. Let me try that. Let me test this out, test that out. Because that's all the spiritual teachers ever really did. They tested out their hypotheses. And that's why this is called the science of mind, because that's what Ernest Holmes did. He was continually testing it out. He was seeing what works, what doesn't, especially when he was creating spiritual mind treatment. He knew it was a scientific process, that it had to work. And he demonstrated it working. And millions of people globally demonstrate it working on a daily basis. You know, I'm one of them. And I'm sure you are too. So you know that it works. We know that it works. The key is to use it to work with it, to fine tune it, to define it, to read about it, to understand it, to question it, to not only accept it because it says it needs to be accepted in the Science of Mind textbook, but to actually create your own understanding of it so that you can prove it to yourself and say, yes, this works. I know it works, not because I've been told, not because I watched a video, not because I watched a cosmic prayer, it works and I know it works because I've demonstrated it for my life. That's where, that's where it matters. That's where it matters, nowhere else. However great your teacher is, 
however great my teacher is, however wonderful the book is, <laughs> however incredible that video series is, if we're not practicing it and doing it and putting it into action for our lives, then we're not doing it. So our work, our job is to demonstrate it. So I'm inviting us, I'm inviting you to take something in your life that you see that you would like it changed, you'd like it shifted, you'd like it to, you'd like to experience it in another way and ask or know for that in your treatment and also know your faith, that your faith is grounded there. So you're actually commanding that faith as you speak the words. And then let me know what happens. You know, let me know what happens. Because if you're doing it and you have a demonstration, this is like you're proving it for yourself. And that's what we're being asked and commanded to do as students of truth, which we each are students of truth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go back in here. Let's see what else I've got. I did pick out another... I think I did. Maybe I've used them all. Today is the second day of Hanukkah. I'll be back on at 9.15 this evening with, uh, here we go, just a little reminder, with uh, Reverend Prince Flint, uh, Prince Fleet, <laughs> Reverend Prince Fleet Easton. He will be joining me and I think Pastor Michael Mangus and I think Reverend Robert Brzezinski is going to drop by so that we light our menorahs together to um, acknowledge, celebrate, and rededicate ourselves to the second of Troward's um, qualities of God, which is love. Love, love, love. There we go. That's what we're doing at 9.15 tonight on New Thought Media Network. So if you have any questions, please let me know if there's anything that you would... Uh, harmony and abundance. Perfect. Perfect, Wayne. Let's actually, I'm going to speak my word as a spiritual mind treatment for harmony and abundance. That's what we're doing. That's going to be the treatment that's going to take us out of the cosmic prayer today um, because we all want harmony and abundance. And what I love about that is the order that you've put it in because when we have harmony, when we have peace, when we have that deep inner peace we are naturally in that state of abundance, of accepting and allowing abundance in, through our hearts. So if we're in that place of a little bit of turmoil within ourselves, we can't accept the good. We can't see it. We can't see it because we're, whew, you know, there's not enough harmony and peace. So we want harmony and abundance. So let's do this. Uh, I'm inviting you to close your eyes if you if it's safe for you to do so, if you're not sitting anywhere, that means that, you know, if, you're, if it's comfortable and safe for you to do this for a few minutes, I'm inviting us for this spiritual mind treatment right now for harmony and abundance. <sighs> Closing our eyes, breathing in, Breathing out, allowing your shoulders to drop, knowing that you are supported not only by the chair that you're sitting in, supported by God, by this divine presence. And I know that this divine presence, this power in this presence that is here right now, 
It always has been and it always will be. And this divine presence is operating in as and through everything. It is the infinite potential of all possibilities. It is the experience of life as I know it from the, from the multiverses, the cosmoses, the Milky Ways, the solar systems, the stars, the moons, the suns, and planet Earth, and all the way here on this amazing, incredible planet, every single strand of nature, and every human being, and down to the tiniest cell and atom, the microscopic, this is God. This is this divine presence working its way. So I know that I am this. I am, of course, as this. I'm a part of this puzzle, this collage, this picture. And this divine presence is operating through me. I am one in the one, as the one. As I know this and feel this in my heart. Yes, I commune even more deeply. And as I do this, as I commune, I know that this is you too. This is you if you are watching right now, if you're present right now, if you're seeing this later on. It's you if it's New Thought Media Network, if it's Reverend Robert, if it's every single person, presenter, producer on this network. It's all of humanity, this presence this power, this love, light and life that is all giving, all goodness, is giving itself through me right now. And as I know this of me and of you, I know the truth is harmony. This is the homeostasis. This is the natural nature of who we are. And I see each of us turning towards this harmony, this knowing of harmony for our lives where we see and feel our lives as meaningful, as fulfilled, as love-filled, where we see and know our lives as abundant, as prosperous in all ways, financially, healthfully, vitality, friendships with those that we love and care about, our families, our work in this world, the joy, the power, the passion, the causes that we love, that we attach our hearts to because our hearts are attached to them. And that is it. This is the divine expressing through. And I see each of us knowing this way of harmony as we walk this labyrinth, that each step going forwards, each step as we move our feet, each step within us is a step towards this knowing of harmony and peace and love and abundance. And as we walk this path, of course, we open our hearts and say yes to expressing this as our lives, to showing up for ourselves first and foremost as harmony, as abundance, with gratitude, with that deep sense and knowing of forgiveness, of letting things go, of, of moving through, knowing that there is another way. 
just as Nelson Mandela spoke those words, that if he wouldn't have let go of the anger and the fear, he would still have been in prison. So I see us breaking free right now from that seeming prison, that shell. As we break free from this into the freedom, liberating ourselves into the light of harmony, of abundance, of love, of well-being and vitality, this is the prayer, this is the knowing, this is the truth that I know in my heart for me, for you, for each of us, for every sentient being on this planet and beyond, that I know right now that whatever we're being shown in whatever way, that we have this incredible ability to decipher the truth and come back to the truth in every single moment, to know the truth, to be strong and firm, empowered in our thinking, in our heart, in our knowing, and allowing this harmony to be the language of our lives, allowing this abundance to be the language of our lives. As we live this language, we speak it into our lives so that we are speaking our lives into action harmoniously and abundantly. Ooh, I can feel this right now. And as I feel it, I know that it is done. I'm so grateful for this, to know this demonstration, to know the demonstration deep within me of divine harmony, of divine abundance. And as I know this, I accept it fully in my heart, fully in my being, fully in my knowing. And as I accept this, I hand this over to the divine, knowing the divine is here in every moment, as always has been and always will be. And as I hand over, I give thanks again. I give thanks again and again for this network, for this truth, for the divine and for the harmony and for the abundance. And so it is. And so it is. Yes, that is my cosmic prayer for today. And blessings and blessings and blessings to you for who you are, for exactly who you are. Just going back here to my, getting my right thing here up here because we've come to the end of the Cosmic Prayer. It's great to show up here. Next week, we have an amazing super guest. Next few weeks, we have great guests coming on. So be set to join next Monday at the same time, 5 p.m. UK, uh, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. And join us later on for Lighting Your Menorah with Laura. <laughs> that will be fun. And it will be really heart, heartwarming also. So with love and blessings to you, uh, knowing that you too know the truth of who you are and that as you pray, as you use this process of spiritual mind treatment, as you practice it and you do the forgiveness and you take those steps, that your life is just a sunbeam of light in all ways. New Thought Media Network is an incredible broadcasting ministry. The link down there is for donating. It's down there in the feed. Uh, that is there for you. If you feel called with your heart to leave your donation, then go ahead. Uh, we, uh, we, support, we support that as you are supporting New Thought Media Network. With love and blessings to you and uh, knowing the rest of the day and the rest of your week is just one of an incredible, affirmative cosmic prayer. <laughs> Bye for now.
New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. <laughs>